Just to let you know, there is not a fellowship meal today. Um, and uh, with our tithes and offerings, we have a little box at the back there um, that we put our tithes and offerings in. Um, the little bead work that Danny Dudley gave to us really was to the church last Sunday. It's hanging on there, so you can see that. He, after he, he must have seen the hole that was in the roof here a few months ago. And uh, he's like three or four-year-old son of uh, Kent and Chantel. And when he saw it, he says, ooh, owie. And then he started making this bead, these bead necklace. And, and he got it finished. And last Sunday, he said, this is to help the owie. And then he says, the owie done. And so we put a little note on there that sh shares that a little bit. And uh, But anyway, we all have opportunity to give toward, there will be some expenses uh, beyond what the insurance is, like additional insulation, that kind of stuff. So that will be for our building fund and then regular offerings and ties. I just want to make you aware of some upcoming offerings in June here. Next week, Herb Brahmanshinkle is going to share some with us about, he's going to be going to Zambia. Um, you know, our thing is connecting people to God, and it's here in our local area, but then it's reaching out, like, for instance, the Dudleys uh, and Bended Knee and the Kudleys and you know, some of the rocks. Also, we're in Bismarck in the prison uh, this weekend here now. And also in Jamestown this morning, they're either in Mora or Hinckley. Maybe they're in both churches, uh, two churches today. So from our church family, we send folks out. You know, and wherever you go, really, you're being sent out, too, wherever you are. Uh, even summer trips where you are. You're on a, you know, the thing is, you're on a mission. Wherever the Lord sends you, it's like a mission, he is a place. He's got divine appointments for us wherever we go. And um, <clears throat> But anyway, that'll be on June 9. And then June 16, we are going to have a focused day for offerings for Northwood Pregnancy Center. Instead of the baby bowels this year, we're just going to be giving. And all these offerings, you can use the, the envelopes, uh, offering envelopes, just indicate what it's for. You know, it's not for the general offering. Indicate that, and then we'll, uh, and then put it in that box that's in the back there. And then also, Gerald Durstein will be receiving an offering for him. That's on the thirtieth. Um, but as Adam, well, okay, you're up here already. All right, but let's uh, let's just pray over our financial giving. Lord, we we give as unto you from a heart of love. Lord, that example of little Danny, we'd, what a picture of giving and giving what we have, Lord. We give what we have unto you and we know he put his time into that thing and he had his heart there to help. And uh, Lord, that's what our desire is too, to help. And so all that we give, we give is unto you and it's because we trust in you. We believe in you. And we know that you supply more seed for sowing in the days that lie ahead for even these offerings we just mentioned. And we pray these things in the name of Jesus this morning. Adam, could you come up? Um, Adam's going to just share a little bit about, maybe you could just stand right here, about uh, the trip. And I... We're going to edit this out if it, I don't think it'll be recorded. So Yeah, so if you, you could can, just you pause can, the you recording. Can, you can say, stand together. And I didn't ask Adam this before, kind of on purpose, because it'll come from your spirit, but just I'm going to have Adam lead us in prayer for the president. Lord, in your word, you tell us, first of all, to pray for 
kings and leaders and those in authority. So, Lord, we are in your will as we enter your presence in prayer for our president. Father, we, um, I pray your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I pray your kingdom come, your will be done in our White House as it is in heaven, in our executive branch as it is in heaven. Father, I thank you that you have the power to soften hearts. You have the power to, to give wisdom. And so, Lord, we lift up our president and ask in Jesus' name that you would indeed soften his heart to, to hear your word. Lord, we ask that you would give him ears to hear. Lord, that's our prayer for all of us, Lord. We need ears to hear what you're saying. So, Lord, we pray the same thing for him. Give him ears to hear what you're saying. Give him a heart to, to follow you in all his ways. And, Father, fill him with your wisdom. Lord, uh, the, the uh, desire of our hearts is to see our nation walking in line with your purposes and being a testimony in, uh, of Jesus and being a place where the kingdom is established and, uh, and in reality on the earth. So, Father, we ask that you would line all things up in his, in his heart, in his mind, in his spirit, that all these things would be reconciled to you, that, uh, that he would be able to operate fully as you would desire to see the leader of a nation doing. Father, we ask uh, together that you would, um, that you would um, put your words in his mouth, Lord. And Lord, sanctify, sanctify his heart, Lord, Father, as, as the Apostle Paul was able to say, follow me as I follow Christ. Lord, we ask that you would even uh, bring him to that place where he would be able to say, follow me as I follow Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And one more thing this morning, Lord, we pray for the Bended Knee Group, part of our church family that's out ministering in Mora. Minnesota and Hinckley, I believe, today. And uh, we just thank you for your anointing upon them, each member, and eternal happenings, Lord. We believe that took place. We heard good reports from the prison ministry in North Dakota. And uh, now we believe the same in these two churches in Minnesota. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone in agreement said, Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. You can just bring that with you. It tends to roll. You can bring that with you. It tends to roll off of the air sometimes. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, the title of the message could be today, When the Winds of Adversity Come. Uh, I told Dane we had a different song I was thinking of for the close, uh, but then we sang that hallelujah, and that talks about in the midst of the storm, what we do. And we sing hallelujah. We look unto him. We focus our eyes on the Lord, on Jesus in the midst of the storm. He's the one that gives us victory in the midst of life challenges. So we're going to sing that song again as soon as we're done here. But a text we could use is Romans 5.17 for if because of one man's trespass, lapse, or offense, death reigned through that one, much more surely... Will those who receive God's overflowing grace, unmerited favor, and free gift of righteousness, putting them into right standing with himself, reign as kings in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed. Reigning as kings. So what does reign as a king, what does that look like? Well, it means living, a, living in love, in joy, in peace, in the midst of life circumstances. 
It means living as overcomers, not undergoers in the midst of light circumstances. It means living life with an attitude of gratitude rather than being given toward grumbling and complaining in our lives, even in the midst of life's storms. It means letting the victorious life of Jesus Christ flow out from us to impact the world around us. In other words, the people around us. Um, living in victory over sin, sickness, life circumstances, it's not about us. It's about him. It's about Jesus. And it's really about believing and living in the reality of what he has already done for us. And faith is really receiving what the grace of God has already done for us. Already done. 1 John 4.9 says this, The light of God's love shined within us when he sent his mashless son into the world so that we might live through him. So it's living through Jesus or living, Jesus living through us. And that's the way that we can reign as kings in every realm of life. Um, God's love, his life, his light, his power, his wholeness, they're all given to us through his son Jesus. And we have the privilege of becoming recipients for ourselves and then conductors of this love, this life, this light, this power, this wholeness to those in the world around us, whether it's in prisons in North Dakota or if it's in Turkey or... Tanzania or Zambia or you name it or whether it's in Gimel or whether it's in Bemidji or whether it's you name where your circle is or where you go you know but what about these winds of adversity what about when winds of adversity blow us down what do we do when the world's winds of adversity blow us over and this light, this love, this power, this wholeness that Jesus imparts to us seems to be covered by a cloud of fear, defeat, and despair. When we get under this weight, we cannot impart God's light, his love, and power, and wholeness to others. We won't be inclined to proclaim healing and restoration to others. In fact, it becomes hard to even receive these things for ourselves. And when fear and unbelief and discouragement envelop us, we can get back, cast off those weights, cast off the dark clouds, and shine again as the lights that Jesus called us to be. Yes, we can. How do we do it? We already mentioned it, looking unto Jesus. Let's look in Hebrews 12, verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight, these are my caps here, that slow us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance. Say those caps Run with endurance the race that God has set before us. And God has set that path for each of us. There are different paths. In some things we go, we're all going together, but he has specific things where he would have us to go. And we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith, because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. 
So, resilience and endurance, they come from him. Jesus is the one who enables us to have resilience. When we're knocked down with life's hard blows, like the ones you've dealt with maybe this week, or maybe it's been like a month, or some things may seem like they've just been there chronically. He's the one who enables us to endure the trials of life and keep the promises of God's word, and that's the key, keep the promises of God's word first place in our thoughts above all the contrary noise and confusion that tries to come in while we're in this world. And that's the way it is. And as we come to Christ, we're not flowing downstream with the world anymore. It's like our canoe has been turned around and we're rowing upstream. But we just keep on rowing. Keep on rowing. My brother Tim was telling me last week, me and Gus, after the service, he came up to us and he shared, and we, we know Nadia, who was here with us with the Bushes um, for this past school year. And uh, she was, we, well, last Sunday she had a kind of a celebration time and a graduation thing, and, and she shared about Germany and so forth. And uh, she shared about the impact that this church family had on her. She said it's so different from it, what it is in Germany. Uh, she said everybody in the church she came from there was very quiet. And you were very, very quiet in church. We weren't real quiet here a little bit ago, were we? Sometimes we get loud. But she received it. I mean, she just took it in. I mean, it was something that just, she liked it. I mean, she says, it's like you come here. You always, It's like you have a party here every Sunday. <laughs> and... Uh, but anyway, Tim was telling me that the the day before, on Saturday, a week ago, that he had gone to have a block of time with her face-to-face -face and just got to ask her, have you ever been born again? And first she thought, well, I think maybe I have, you know, and so forth. And, but then she said, I guess I, I probably haven't. And so then Tim led her through that salvation prayer and she was born again and uh, actually we could see a difference we always there was always a desire and a hunger in there and she never turned off things of God but she made that decision isn't that wonderful Amen. praise God and she's going back to Germany you know, we, we consider her part of our family, too. And she considers this part of her family now. And uh, so we think of Nadia. She goes back. They're on a couple weeks trip right now, but uh, she'll be going back to Germany and uh, different things there. But um, thank God for that impartation that comes as we just... You know, are who we are, and as we worship God, people come and they're impacted, and then there's a the time, and we need to stop, like Tim did. You know, he, and he he addressed it; it was on his heart. And there's those times when the window is open. I mean, the window has been open that we just share. We bring it to him, and 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 we share it. I'm not sure, was it at the Paul Bunyan, or at the, okay, it was, it was that where it was, at Keelian's graduation party at uh, Bemidji State Park is where this, where it took place. Um, okay, what was I talking about there before I got on then? Somebody must know, I hope. <laughs> There was a reason why I told that story, and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's see here. Well, he's our strength in the midst of adversity. Jesus is the one who gives us 
what we call endurance and resilience. James 1.12 says, A man who endures trials is blessed because he passes the test. He will receive a crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. A crown of life. That's what Jesus brings, a crown of life. And endurance and resilience are marks of being filled with the Spirit of Christ Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Endurance is cheerful or hopeful. Endurance, constancy, enduring, patience, patient continuance, waiting. And it's waiting on God. And what that kind of waiting is cheerful, it's hopeful. High confidence, total confidence, persuaded confidence that God is going to help me in this current storm, in this situation. Looking unto him for that and being consistent in that. Gloria Copeland says, in consistency there is strength. And when we do this, when we go to him, when we go to the Lord, we'll, we'll bounce back, even when we get knocked down. And sometimes that happens in our lives. We get knocked down. I, I recall one time that happened, that it stands out to me, I guess, is when uh, Sarah came to our house about 13, well, it was over 13 years ago now, and... Uh, she said, the doctor says that uh, there's something very wrong with my, the baby in my womb. And they had done an ultrasound and things were not good. The, the brain wasn't developing right and there was, her lungs weren't developing. This, and they were all full of something, cystic, cystic something. And the organs were in the wrong place. The diaphragm wasn't right. The organs were up. It was just a mess. And the doctor said we should got to go to the cities to have it checked out further. And the doctor said be prepared for them to suggest that you abort this baby. And Sarah was to totally upset, of course, and it was in our, what we call our par parlor room there, where she was telling us, and, you know, my heart as a father had just sunk, and, and then Sarah was crying, and she was needing help and comfort from me, and it's not easy to give sometimes, you know, I mean, well, you can hug, and, but what are the words, and, you know, why did this happen? You know, Dad, why did this happen? Is it something we did and all this? Well, we could bring the truth on that kind of stuff, but still, and Andrew came over later. Andrew was, he was just in faith. He said, the baby's going to be fine. But see, I wasn't there right at that moment. I, it blew me over. I mean, it just, Felt like I was flat on the ground. But after they left, I went to our bedroom and I thought, I got to stay here until something changes because I am not going to be any help to Sarah or Andrew this way or, you know, anybody else. And so I did. I laid on the bed and I just looked unto Jesus. I just had to. I just looked unto Jesus and his word and his truth. And I just laid there. I don't know how long it was. But I just kept looking to him because I knew these winds, these, this hard blowing wind, it was just so, so strong. Like a, it probably felt to me like an F5 tornado, you know, just coming against me. You know, first time that we had a grandchild on the way. And um, pretty precious. You know, grandchildren are, are precious, so precious. 
And uh, I just, I prayed in the spirit. I prayed in tongues. I looked to the Lord and his word. But then I just started singing hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I didn't have any more words. I didn't have any more words. I just thought, I'm just going to praise you, Lord. And you know what? That's something that I've found different times in my life when I dealt with that those panic attacks, too. That was the thing in the midst of that panic attack. If I would just, even sometimes trying to quote scripture, just like they were blah, 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 blah. I mean, they just, they just fell right to the ground. But when I begin to lift, you might say, in my heart, lift my heart, looking up unto the Lord and begin to praise and worship him. Those fears of, at that time I didn't know they were called panic attacks, but that's what it was. The darkness, the fear would just diminish. And that's what began to happen as I looked to the Lord. And where my gut was just wrenching before, in place of it, as I began to sing that hallelujah, raise a hallelujah, and I, you know, louder and louder, it changed right here, right here, right here. It changed. Instead of that, God, help me. You know, and you can get into pity. You can get into self-pity with stuff in life. You know, focusing on yourself. Why did this happen to us? You know, why is this happening to my daughter and my granddaughter? I didn't know she was a daughter yet then. Granddaughter, I don't think. But anyway. It changed as I worshipped him. As I brought forth those hallelujahs. And actually, a peace came there. A peace that passed understanding as I looked to him, as I prayed to him. I supplicated unto him, and I gave thanks unto him for his word and for the truth of his word. I said, thank you, God. Thank you, God. I believe you're greater. I believe you're bigger than this. And that kind of stuff. But mostly it was praise and thanksgiving. And a peace came. And you know what? I'm not sure how far into the pregnancy that was. But it stayed there the whole time. I'm not saying there weren't times that it tried to come back, that other. But it's, it stayed. It was there. That peace that passes understanding was there. And that resilience was there. You might call it a rebound. So that then I, along with Joyce, we could minister to Sarah and Andrew and and just stand in faith with them. But sometimes we just got to get in the closet, shut the door, lock it, so to speak, and just stay there with the Lord. Until it turns around inside. You can tell right here, you can tell if you're in faith or fear. Well, I was in fear before I went in that room. But I came out, the faith was there and the peace was there. And that resilience, Merriam-Webster Dictionary, it says it's the ability to become strong, healthy, or successful again after something bad happens. The ability of something to return to its original shape after it's been pulled, stretched, pressed, bent, etc. The capability of a strained body to recover its size and shape after deformation caused especially by compressive stress. An ability to recover from or adjust easily to misfortune or change. And I think of some of you might remember uh, what the Roadrunner, cartoon Roadrunner. Anybody remember that? And then while it's Wild E Coyote. And uh, you know Roadrunner. 
whatever Wiley Coyote tried to do to him, it boomeranged on him. You know, he'd have all these anvils or big rocks or whatever fall on him, and he got compressed, you know, totally out of shape. But Wiley Coyote did have resilience. He'd always, he'd always pop back out, and there he was, ready to go again. Well, in the Lord, we have resilience. And the Lord does not desire for his children to live our days in defeat because of the current situations that we are encountering. And some of them aren't, you know, what I just shared is one of probably the harder ones in my life. I've had other hard ones too, and you have, but some aren't quite that extreme. But sometimes it's just a, a number of less Lesser things, but piled up together, they become very stressful in our lives. We need to look to Jesus. We need to look to him. He longs for us to endure by keeping his word and its truth in our hearts when the devil would try to steal it through whatever way he can. This will make us resilient, looking to him and his word. By planting God's word in our hearts and keeping it there. Hallelujah. The winds of adversity do not have to defeat us in our lives and keep that light shining in the midst of the darkness of this world from like it's under a bushel. We hide it under a bushel when we're, in, we're staying in fear and doubt and unbelief and all that. But we can look to him, we can go to him and stand strong in him and worship him. Let's have the worship team come up here again now. You know, just, just worship him. Raise a hallelujah in the midst of the storm. Okay, now I'm asking you to do this in the midst of your storms. Maybe it's a hard one that you've experienced. Maybe it's been a gradual one that's just been building up over the last couple of weeks or a couple of months or it might be a couple of years or there may be some things that have been there long standing for many years or decades. Well, the Lord would have us raise a hallelujah this morning, okay? And so let's stand up together and we're going to sing this together. Still, it continues to amaze me how the songs that our worship leaders pick out, because I don't think Dan knew what I was going to speak on this morning. Every week, it's the same thing. The songs that they pick, it's just amazing. And also, I want to give a big thank you to the people in this AV booth in the back. You know, Josh um, has been... He's taken over for Anthony now. Uh, and uh, we keep Anthony and Randy and Cece in our prayers too. See, they're part of our family that's down there now. But uh, Josh, thank you for what you're doing. Becky took over this morning in the sound booth. But we're so thankful. You know, it, this this kind of stuff helps us so much in this day. You know, it does. It really does. So let's raise a hallelujah in the midst of the storms. Yeah, I know. Which one? <laughs> oh, that one. Okay. I should have her up here. Joy. Well, you know who Joy is. Joy Tiana Erholtz. Is going to be 13 years old in June 21. And uh, Sarah and Andrew stayed strong in the Lord. I've told Andrew, I said, I was impressed with his faith, but then Sarah came right along. She even took the Word of God that talks about wholeness and she put it on paper and uh, she taped it right to her stomach 
And they had it on mirrors and all over the house. We've done that too, and we probably did at that time. But not only that, they've been able to now help others that got terrible reports about children in their womb, and they have shared with them this what they did. And so there's other people that have been walking around with scriptures taped to their... <laughs> to their stomach over a baby and there's been other babies in this area I know one in Black Duck for sure that have been born that the doctors said were going to be very ill you know very bad shape but yeah so they looked to the Lord they looked unto him the victory came forth I'm still wondering why I told the story about Nadia I thought maybe that's what you were talking about (laughs) I must not have, maybe that's what I was just supposed to share with you. It's good to hear good reports like that, right? The Lord got me into it without knowing why. <laughs> okay, let's, let's do it. Let's sing that hallelujah. Apply it to your life. I raise a hallelujah In the presence of my enemies I raise a hallelujah Louder than the unbelief I raise a hallelujah My weapon is a melody I raise a hallelujah Heaven comes to fight for me. I'm gonna sing in the middle of a storm. Louder and louder, you're gonna hear my praises roar. Up from the ashes, hope will arise. Death is defeated, the King is alive. Everything inside of me I raise a hallelujah I will watch the darkness flee I raise a hallelujah In the middle of the mystery
tell him that he has a voice like a trumpet when he sings. Thank you. And a lot of the songs that Dane picks are voices are songs that the voice of the trumpet sounding like raise a hallelujah. It's there. You just keep on doing that. And I know you don't just do it here. You were made for worship. To worship God and just keep that trumpet sounding wherever you are. I will. Yeah. I, will. I know he does it on the workplace too because he's worked for me <laughs> at our house. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Um, Joy, this is some of you don't know Joy, so I let's go over here where they can see you. This is Joy. This is who I was talking about. She was, yeah, it's almost hard to say. She was not aborted. She's, she, when by the time she was born, you know, at a certain point things turned and the, the ultrasounds kept coming back a little better, a little better, but the doctor always was on the cautious side, you know, or I guess that's what you'd call it, you know, saying, but, you know, but, 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 but uh, she was born and the doctor who delivered her that was there at the delivery, he uh, held her up and said, are Andrew and Sarah there? What did he say? Sarah, why don't you... Well, you can both come up here quick. <laughs> you have a microphone? Adam, give them the mic that you had. It's back there. Okay, you come up here too. I know you don't like to be in the light necessarily, but <laughs> make some room there for your mom. And we'll make a little more room. So, what did the doctor say? When he looked at her. Oh, you mean the doctor in Bemidji? Yeah. When we were, when it was all done. Yeah. Um, he wrote a statement, and we asked for that. It said something to the effect that this is a completely healthy girl with no problems, issues. No issues. So he actually wrote a statement. He wrote a statement that, yeah. That because he, could find he was so wrong. impressed because of what he actually wrote it out I think in the past we've shown actually those ultrasound x-rays we've shown them before and after and uh, I remember Dan Cornia looking at it once because he knew how to read them and he says yeah that's what it is you didn't know anything about that then did you she has healthy strong lungs and all her organs are in place. Her mind is very strong and very intelligent young lady. <laughs> Hallelujah. So you actually did tape 
that on your stomach, right? Did I tell that I wrong? I wrote on a piece of tape. I wrote, oh, on wrote it on a piece of tape and put it on. <laughs> I didn't have a huge piece okay. of paper on Okay. Well, that sounds like a good way to do it. And there have been other people that you've been able to encourage with those same things, haven't there? Is there anything else before we go from that whole thing that you would like to share right now? I'll give you that. We've got till noon, right? Because we started early this morning. So. <laughs> You don't, you don't have to, but if there's something that's there, you sure can. Hallelujah. Mm. I would say his ways are higher than our ways. We couldn't understand. The doctors couldn't understand. And we just had to take our understanding. I had to take my understanding as a person that likes to figure things out and put that all aside and just trust the word and, and uh, make that choice. Yeah, and I do commend you on that, Andrew, for how you walked through that. God is good. Yeah, I remember Andy coming into the, it was in the, I think we were still there together. Andy came in and my brother, My brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah Sarah's my mom. son, he, he said, oh, the baby's going to be just fine or something like that. And that, see that, when he said that, and then later, I think you came in a little later maybe, it started me in the right direction. It got me to the direction to think, I got to get in that closet alone with the Lord. So Lord, I just thank you for each individual here and the things that we are going through right now, the storms, that we may raise a hallelujah in the name of Jesus. Raise a hallelujah, worshiping you, Lord, our Father, the Son, Jesus, and Holy Spirit, receiving your blessing, favor, protection, provision, and direction for each day. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. And we want to invite you, if there is anyone that would like prayer, I'll be staying up here, and there's some others will be here to pray with you also, if you want some prayer together thank you why don't you sing that as we go hallelujah praise God thank you I'm gonna sing
presence of my enemies, sing a little.